Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, baby, you know what that sound means. It's time for The Edge with Terry Waldrop. On ESPN 97.7, Terry talks about all the hottest topics in sports every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. He's controversial, he's charismatic, and he's the captain of this ship for the next hour. Here's your host, Terry Waldra. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. (laughs) It is Friday Eve. That's right. It's the uh, whoa baby version of the Edge here on ESPN 97.7. Some would call that the AARP geriatric version right. of the Edge, That's and right. I think both of you and I both eminently qualify for that post. But uh, here and we are. Dials all over North Louisiana have just turned off. <laughs> yeah, oh, not them again. <laughs> well, whoa, whoa baby, hang in for at least an hour. That's and we'll right. do our best to entertain, enrage, and enlighten. All of those. All and, of the above. And maybe some more as we push the envelope of the FCC regulations. Yes, indeed. Heard you're going to do that with the professor tomorrow. Uh, that could so. be, uh, yeah, we, we hope that's must. Uh, it's, I will be. I think that's the, must listen radio right yeah, there. 7 o'clock, uh, the uh, Ebony and Ivory edition of, <laughs> of the morning drive. And uh, he and I have already spoken, and uh, uh, we were guffawing about uh, what, what direction we want to go in, so we will find out. But uh, anyway, this is my last show with you for a while because you're heading up to the uh, to the motherland, to a wonderful Cincinnati, Ohio, actually flying into the Kentucky North Airport. Right, right. Cincinnati's airport is actually in northern Kentucky. Yes. But, yes, leaving tomorrow morning with my dad, and we're going to be going back up to uh, hometown of Cincinnati and catching three games against the Miami Marlins. So two of the three Cincinnati Reds fans in our area will be out. Right, that's right. So uh, you know, Mark so being our third one. The population will drop considerably in North Louisiana with uh, with the Reds fans out of the out of the area. Yes, and of course uh, Mark is actually he, he's being humble but I, he's actually being uh, given a 10-day trial to to see if he can still pitch. Um, <laughs> he, he, Although I, I think I could do at least as badly, yes. not as good, but as bad as the Reds pitching staff right now. So Well, and you know, it's that, that nasty Tommy John surgery that you overcame, and uh, now you can throw that, that mean cutter you had in college. But uh, the way things have been, what did you tell me this, this interesting stat the other day about how many double-digit runs the Reds have given up well, the they, last... But until last night, yes. uh, their pitching was so bad, they had had four straight games, four or four for sure, five maybe. I'm trying to think back to the National Series before they just played the Diamondbacks. But they had at least four games, maybe five, where their pitching staff gave up double-digit runs, and those were games in a row. <laughs> so that just... if that just, they've had They've given up the most runs... The most home runs, they have the highest ERA, all of those bad statistics. Uh, they've by far, give, I mean, far and away given up the most home runs uh, in the major leagues. Sounds a lot like my dating experience. Uh, oh, I'm you know, losing money out of the deal, but uh, hey, uh, you never know, Mark. Uh, you turn around, it's the second half, and uh, you'll be there to cheer them on against the Miami Marlins. And well, my, dad, to, you know, my dad said, well, I don't know if we want to waste them. Waste the money we're going to pay for all of this because we're flying as well uh, to watch them get killed, and so I tried to impress on him that this is more the uh, the fun and fellowship <laughs> kind of trip. And my dad is 85, and so this is more the fun and fellowship and father son stuff as opposed to whether they actually win the game. Yeah, these are these are going, these are going to be forever memories formed. And uh, yeah. Mark's Mark's dad turns 86 in December, in December. and still drives. Still able to uh, tell you what to, where you're messing up. And, uh, <laughs> exactly. That's exactly exactly that's, that's exactly the true. way we want it. That's yes. still true. So again, welcome to the Edge here on ESPN 97.7. We'll be here for the next hour, and we're brought to you by Dr. David Weber at North Monroe Animal Hospital. Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law, 
and Pie Works Pizza by Design. Go see Jay and his crew at Tower Tower Drive, and uh, go see him for lunch and dinner. Yes, we have. Why not? Do it. Why not? Pull a daily double. That's right. Exactly. And uh, go see those those fine folks over there. So one of the things going going on the baseball theme, uh, the trade deadline. Yes. Now every league. Every league has the trade deadline. As, as, as well we know, the overall, especially more the national media, they take over every little section of a sport. And it doesn't have to be during the season, obviously. But the media takes over every little bit of the different parts of, of a league. The trade deadline has almost gotten like the draft. Oh, I love it. This is one of my favorite times of the year. Because you start seeing speculations on, okay, well, who's going to dump salary? Uh, I think in baseball they use the who's going to be buyers and who's going to be sellers uh, as far as their starters are concerned. Because this is one of the – I think baseball really is one of the few sports, if not the only one, that actually trades frontline players mm-hmm. at the trade deadline. A lot of times in basketball and football, you see the role players are usually, you know, I mean, you don't see somebody like Kevin Durant or, or Chris Paul or somebody, you don't see them traded at the deadline. Most of the time, it's role players, guys that can help your team, maybe a sixth or seventh guy off the bench guy. Yeah, yeah. bench guy. Same thing in football. You know, are you trying to strengthen your depth? You know, say you've had some injuries uh, in the middle of the season, you've had some injuries to your defensive backs or your linebackers, uh, you know, running backs maybe, receivers. And so you get a guy, again, that can add depth to your team. You know, you're not going to see – Usually it's the summer or whatever when those you're guys not, are Yeah, you're not going to see a Larry Fitzgerald being Mm-mm. traded at the deadline, you know, stuff like that. So baseball is unique in that way, but it just kills me how the media just uh, barrages you before because the deadline is always at the end of July. Yes. Uh, even though we've already had a trade, a pretty big one actually, uh, the Yankees are up to their old tricks again. And um, the dirty, filthy Yankees, the dirty, filthy Yankees, the uh, evil empire. Yes, that is the New York Yankees. They've already started. Yeah, they, and they got uh, Todd Frazier and David Robertson from the White Sox, White Sox yeah. uh, which is a good frontline pitcher. And of course, I know Todd Frazier pretty well uh, because he played all those years. He came up in the Reds organization and played all those years for the Reds until two years ago. And it just, again, uh, and I know most people around here don't care about the Reds, but it's just something that pops in my mind to show you about how bad the front office is with Cincinnati and other teams. You know, Cleveland Cavaliers' front office is being bashed right now. Because they're not making it as well. As is the uh, Carolina Panthers in football. Uh, Their front office is being bashed right now. So it kind of starts, mentality starts from the top and goes down. And um, the Reds were so, they were so smart that they traded the home run derby champion. Remember two years ago, well, it's, was that Jay Bruce or no, or? it was Todd Frazier. Oh my God. When the game was in Cincinnati, he traded two him. years ago. Yeah. It was San Diego last year, two years ago when the game was in Cincinnati, he won the home run derby and they traded him. And then they traded him in the off season and he hit like 36 home runs for the white Sox last year. You know, you think you kind of might be able to use well, I don't. I don't feel sorry for the Reds because I've I've never forgiven the Astros for trading them Joe Morgan, Ed Armbrister, Jack Billingham, and Cesar Geronimo. One of my favorite names of all time, Cesar Geronimo. Uh, and it's funny you should mention this uh, this trade deadline, Mark, because uh, I'm going to throw something out at you real quick if you, if you will allow me a little editorial privilege here. Go ahead. Uh, see if you can pronounce these. Okay, these are the top. And the reason I'm bringing this up is you'll probably hear these names bandied about in trades. Oh yeah. Because as Mark said, the frontline players go. Well, they'll be traded for guys like this because these are the top ten prospects, compliments of Baseball America, that you'll probably see possibly changing uniforms or changing organizations here at the trade deadline. Now, if you can – I should not attempt this. Let me put a disclaimer. I should not attempt this completely sober, uh, but I'm going to. And I may need some help from you, Mark. Uh, I'll give the the name and the organization, okay? Here we go. Number one, the number one prospect 
in in Major League Baseball right now in the minors, ready to go. The pro is Johan Mancata. He is a second baseman with the White Sox. Second name is going to jump out at you, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Oh yeah, I didn't realize that. Cool. Yeah, Vlad's uh, youngest is uh, is number two prospect as a third baseman. And if he's anywhere close to his dad, he'll be good. Yeah. Now, when you hear a name that, that that you can pronounce and understand, let me know because number three is Gliber Torres, a shortstop in the Yankees. Or the Yankees are loaded. At shortstop, number four is Ahmed Rosario. Oh, the of the of the famous Rosario family. Uh, shortstop with the Mets. Number five again. When I can pronounce them correctly, please uh, please dial, text, or call in. Elro Jimenez, an outfield with the White Sox is number five. I'll only go ten. I promise you. Number well, that six. Means the White Sox have two of the top five. Yeah, they do. Absolutely, right now. Number six, Raphael. I knew there had to be a Raphael in here somewhere. Raphael DeVeers, a third baseman with the Red Sox. Woo, come up for air because number seven is Brendan Rodgers, a shortstop with the Rockies. Now back to normal. Number eight, Victor Robles, an outfielder with the Nationals. Number 10, Nick Sensel, a third baseman with, drumroll please, the Cincinnati Reds. Number nine prospect. And number four is Ronald Acuna, an outfielder with the Braves. I like that. Acuna. Uh, number uh, ten. So anyway, a, a the, PA announcer could yes. have a field day with that last name. Uh, well, yes, this Real, is. I mean, they could really draw it out and make him make you uh, making him icon with the way they pronounce. Makes you harken for the days of uh, six beers in with Harry <laughs> Carey, doesn't it? <laughs> yes, indeed, it does. Exactly. But one of the things with this too, and I've heard it a lot in the last couple of weeks as they talk more and more about this kind of stuff on baseball broadcast, you never know. You always hear, well, they traded Joe Schmo yeah. for John Smith and a player to be named later. You don't realize you need to, if you're a fan of a certain baseball team, you need to pay attention to that player to be named later because sometimes it's some, some guy that's in low A ball or high A ball that's only 19 or 20 years old, and they end up being really, really good in about three or four years, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they get up to the major leagues, and they're really good players, and they say, well, you know, John Smith was the player to be named later mm-hmm. in the Joe Schmo trade five years ago with Oakland. Mm-hmm. And so you never know who these guys are until you realize that they were the player they just kind of threw into the trade. You yeah. Know, the actual guy they got in the trade didn't pan out or didn't do well. Maybe it's an aging veteran or something like that, and they'll go, oh, well, that trade was terrible. Well, not so much because the guy that was the player to be named later is now starting on your team because he came up through the minors. But you know who was a player to be named later in a trade? Jeff Bagwell. From your Houston Astros. Yes, he was kind of a throw-in with the Red, Red Sox. Sox. Yes. And I think they traded uh, some pitcher who lasted a couple of years and beat a pretty good pitcher. But but he was a player to be named yeah. later. So well, Hall of Famers can be the p- player to be named later in a trade. Yes, and, you know, here's the thing. I'm, right now it's heady times for those of us who are disastros fans or, as my dad used to say, God rest his soul, half Astros. Uh, they um, – I looked around. I'm thinking, well, we're these are heady times right now, right? They're – like with the Dodgers, but just to your point, I looked around and saw who they traded to Milwaukee for a bust named Carlos Gomez, and now they've got three of their prospects that the Astros unloaded are now playing prominent roles, one being uh, a left-hander, Hader. Josh Hader is right. pitching a left-hander for uh, Milwaukee. So, again, the player to be named later, this is – I'm going to – you know, I always have always watched to see, and I – you know, nowadays I used to be. Oh, they got a. I like the. I like keeping kids in the farm system as long as I can. But and it's prospects. Yeah, they that, that, make the difference. And that was my point: is that prospects is who you have to watch for, not the marquee mm-hmm. players that are changing teams. But you have to look at the team that's receiving the prospects. You'll see again that this team traded John Smith, and three, and the other team got so and so back. And you go, wait a minute, they traded for that guy? He's just a utility player. They gave up one of their stars for a utility guy? It's the that, player to be named later. But, that makes or sometimes it's this guy and two prospects. 
and two minor league prospects. Well, again, those prospects could be, uh, you know, a shortstop and a pitcher. And five years from that trade, those two guys, to your point about the Astros, those two guys could be one of your four starters and your starting shortstop Mm -hmm. in those prospects that were thrown into a trade five years ago uh, where the marquee guy or the utility guy maybe isn't even baseball anymore, but those two prospects that you got in that trade are now starters for your team. Right. So, in other words, if you hear, uh, as time comes along and we come to break, if you hear, oh, I don't know, you, you kind of think, wait a minute, they traded for some guy named Gleber Torres or Gleber Torres. Don't don't shake your head at that one. That's yep. the number three prospect in all of baseball. Yeah, right especially with um, we can get into that. The makeup of Major League Baseball is changing rapidly. Uh, but the uh, before we go to the break, the uh, Hispanic players can sign at 16 years old, where they can't here in the states. And so you get a lot of these kids that are getting in, uh, being drafted into Major League Baseball and being signed to contracts at 16 years old. And so you're seeing a real heavy uptick mm-hmm. because this is a way, I mean, most of these kids live in poverty in different way out different of parts of southern uh, South America, uh, Puerto Rico, and in Central America. And uh, this is a real ticket for them and their family uh, to be able to uh, try and, you know, do something for their family. So uh, we'll talk about those aspects. Don't forget that G.B. Cooley expresses the fact that you should support one of the best causes in North Louisiana, and that's the Louisiana Special Olympics. Jamie and I will return on the edge right after this. The safest place for your gun collection, jewelry, documents, valuable items. Here's Richie McKinney. Get the number one rated safe in America, Liberty Gun Safes, made in the USA and on sale now at McKinney's. For example, the Liberty Private, a fireproof safe that holds 22 guns with electric lock and a lifetime warranty. It retails for $13.49. We have them on sale for just $7.99. Select from over 100 gun safes with delivery and install available. When the unexpected happens, Liberty has you covered from McKinney's Outdoor Superstore Rustin. The summer clearance event is going on now at Brennan Dodge in Ruston. We've got huge incentives to sell down our stock before the new models get here. 17 Challengers have $32.50 in rebate. 17 Chargers have $5,000 in rebate. And right now, get a 17 Charger for only $23.9. 17 Journey has $4,000 in rebates, and you can get one for only $19.9. And 17 Ram 1500 Crew Laramie has $47 in rebates, and you can save $12.5 off 17 Ram 1500 Crew Bighorn 4x4 during the summer clearance event at Brennan Dodge in Ruston. If you could talk to your animal when they say, they're telling you to take me to North Monroe Animal Hospital, listen closely and you'll hear what Dr. David Weber hears. That's a thank you for taking me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. For your animal's health care, call Dr. David Weber at North Monroe Animal Hospital, 345-4545. No animal too small or too large. Well, you better call Dr. Weber first on that one. 345-4545. Hey, this is Sean Fox, sports director here at ESPN 97.7, inviting you to join me and the rest of the sports company every day, Monday through Friday, from 3 to 6, for our unique, unfiltered take on the world of local and national sports. We're going to make you laugh. It might make you cry, and there's a pretty good chance at some point I'm going to make you mad. But we're going to have a lot of fun along the way. That's the Sports Company, Monday through Friday from 3 to 6, right here in your home for sports in North Louisiana, ESPN 97.7. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. Welcome back to The Edge right here on ESPN. You can get us on the Washita Valley Federal Credit Union hotline, 888-993-7762. Also the text line. Have one here from Sam, what we were just talking about. Sam says, that's how the Cubs got Addison Russell from Oakland. Mm-hmm. Exactly the same way. You just never know. Yeah, that uh, that three or four years where you're struggling and you are you're unloading at the deadline, uh, and you hate to see your best players jettisoned. Um, if you're an Oakland A's fan, that happens every year. 
yeah. But, uh, well, the Reds are probably going to do it. Yeah, Reds you know, are probably. I'm I'm afraid that they're. I mean, their best player besides Joey Votto right now is Zach Cozart. He was on the All Star team. Uh, he's doing great. He's a terrific. Uh, he's a Gold Glover at short, mm-hmm. and um, he's a longtime Red now. I think he's six seven years, and came up through the Reds organization. And I have a, I have a, a bad feeling that. He's one of the people that the Reds are going to let go. And he's still just 31. Yeah. I mean, he's not just like he's, you know, I mean, it's a little different if you're 35 or 36, but he's still serviceable for a number of years and can come back to haunt you. Uh, so you never know. Interesting time. I think uh, the deadline's the 31st. Is that right? July 30th, yeah, it's always, 31st? It's always July 31st uh, mm-hmm. is the end of the, usually the end of the trade deadline. Have another text. Keep them coming from Doug. Says two of those top tens have come from the Cubs in trades. Uh, Gliber Torres was part of the the Araldus um, Chapman trade that brought Chapman to the Cubs on re- on to, rental yeah. last year, uh, but he served dividends as they won the World Series. And uh, Elroy Jimenez was traded to the White Sox just last week, <laughs> and then he rubs it in, puts "Go Cubs, go." Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, like I said, for long-suffering Cubs fans, you know. I, Whatever, I still feel good with, with Theo Epstein calling the shots there in Chicago. I think, you know, you're as a Cubs fan, it may be a little little lean this year, but who knows, they could uh, they could rally. They're playing better. But, yeah, Addison Russell, look at that pickup. Um, it's been a good, you know, it is. I think a lot of th- times you're not uh, – teams are only as strong as their farm system. But, unfortunately, you have to park with some really good product if you're – you know, and, and teams do that. I mean, it's – the World Series comes around every so often. Or a chance to make the playoffs. A lot of times you you unload a lot of good kids. But anyway, um, to Mark's point, you'll be seeing a lot of those names as is uh, indicated that that will show up on the blotter as being part of a trade. Yeah, uh, uh, Russell, not Addison Russell, but Russell from Homer. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not related to Addison. And he Russell, says, no. "Watch out for, uh, I guess it's Jamano Bell. He's from Junction City." And Russell says he is a beast. What uh, organization is he in? Is he in the? I think that's probably football. But uh, he said to, to watch out for Jamano Jum- for for Bell. Must be probably a football player. Uh, in Arkansas, I believe. Yeah, I think so. Defensive end, tight end maybe. I'm and not sure. Yeah. Sam comes back again. I believe Oakland was in the running for a wild card several years, years ago. And got the uh, wide receiver pitcher. <laughs> I like that because he was a good – he could have played in the NFL very easily. A wide receiver pitcher from the Cubs, Jeff Samarja. A uh, long-time played club. At, played at yeah. Notre Dame, yeah. yeah. And uh, – or however you spell it. It is Samarja. You were close, Sam. That's probably better than we could do. You know, so. being in Louisiana, we ought to be doing better with these names. We really should be. But, uh, Samarja was a, quite a pitcher, a southpaw. Uh, in the Cubs organization for a long time. Is he still yeah, with San Sam Francisco? Says, yeah. Sam says that he was a defensive end at Arkansas. Yeah, defensive, yeah, uh, big one. Um, so, Samarja, I think uh, he's swapped Bay teams. I think he went from Chicago to Yeah, he's to pitching Oakland, for the Giants now. And now with the Giants, so, yeah. but um, Well-traveled, I guess you'd say. But, you know, we can throw a question out there. You know, the, what I kind of started off with was, uh, do you get tired of, and you can text us or call us, on the Washtenaw Valley Credit Union hotline, 888-993-7762. Do you get tired of not just the trade deadlines, but as we have a, a flying bird coming into the studio to uh, oh my gosh. hassle us? Well, see, that's a, that's pure the security is lax around here. Right, that's uh, true. We need to up things a little and bit. And we have attorneys in this office, at Col- too. So at we, the Coldwell Banker Group. Yeah, on we need to have uh, security. Yeah, he got in and in uh, West got Mon- out. In West Monroe. Yes, well, glad, glad security yanked him out of here. That would be one Terry Waltrip yeah. uh, as the uh, the uh, sunlight illuminated off his bald head. Uh, that's that's but, someone we need to trade at the deadline right there. Yeah, well, we, we, we need some prospects. We, you've got to have somebody willing to trade for him. <laughs> yeah. That's the biggest thing. Well, and always, of course, you want value in return. So what, what the heck are we going to get with, with Waltrip? But do you yeah. get tired during all of the all of the seasons? Yeah. Let us know. Do you get tired of all the media hype for uh, some of the others, in, especially in basketball and football, the draft, free agent signings, uh the one that gets me, the one that really gets me, and you don't see it, thankfully, you don't see it much in baseball, is the mock drafts. 
Oh, dear God. The mock drafts just drive me insane. And how many do you have before the NFL? Oh, jeez. The biggest thing is that no matter how many, because they start these mock drafts now literally two months before the draft. And the thing that happens every year, and the reason I don't like to really pay a lot of attention to them, even on the air, is the fact that once there's a trade, and there always is, there's always a trade in the first 10 picks, if not before that in the top five picks. There's always a trade early, early, early in the first round. And that throws everything off because now teams are having the ability to draft somebody that wouldn't have been drafted in that spot or is not in the mock draft because they're drafting a need for their team. Whether it's an offensive lineman or a linebacker or whatever, you know, they may have, uh, you know, big Joe stud receiver, you know, going for number number five. Well, the number five team trades down to the number 15 team. Right. And the 15 team pops up and takes an offensive lineman. Well, then that screws everything up. And so these guys work on these mock drafts for two months. And then all of a sudden, the whole thing's out the window in about 15 or 20 minutes. Exactly. And, you know, true confessions here, I have to admit, I am a big mock draft guy. I don't know why. I know I desperately need a life. I mean, that's been well established. But, you know, honestly, it's probably going to be the O.J. parole hearing is probably going to be more exciting than watching the, the mock draft. Um, but I do. I mean, I, I get all in, all wrapped up in it and everything. Oh, yeah, that's the list. It's ridiculous. I mean, that's when you go – that's when you know you really need a life, when you really just follow these mock – and I'm guilty – as anybody of following those things. And you're right. I mean, it has once the trade, you know, and, and inevitably there's a, within the first five to ten draft picks, this major trade and blows everything up. So, anyway, somebody somebody a lot smarter than us is, is chiming in. Who we got, John? We've got Jesse. Jesse, welcome, sir. Shed some light on us, Jesse. Uh, how are y'all doing? Uh, good. The mock drafts, I, I've, I've been doing this for a while. I've only got a few players right a few times. But mainly what I use it for is to see the talent, the talent level that we're going to have in that draft. So if Atlanta's looking for a defensive end or wide receiver, so on and so forth, I can look at that mob and to see how deep it is at that position. Yeah, that kind of – you want to see – you, he knows what the Falcons' needs are, and he wants to see, you know, how many are taken ahead of what he's projected. So that's a fan there. Now, Jesse, you know, say what you want. Jesse's a Falcons fan, and he follows it to the point of the mock draft. I think that's fantastic. Well, and we have a – Arthur Blank ought to send him money right now. And we have a and text that goes along with what Jesse was just saying on the Washtenaw Valley Credit Union text line. All it does is tell us the talent pool that's mm-hmm. available – uh, I think mock drafts are awesome. Yeah, I mean it does, and is they I'm still not, drive me crazy. Well, and they, you know, there's so many kids I see leaving college early, but I mean that's part of it. You can't blame them. Um, well, there's money involved. Um, it, it does, but there there are a lot of intangibles. That, to your, your point about uh, this year's draft, when the when the quarterbacks who, you know, which one of those that were drafted, Kaiser, Deshaun Watson, um, Trubisky. Who was the other? Uh, Deshaun Watson. Which one of those really will emerge? You know, because I think all of them, Pat, Patrick Mahomes. How many of those guys will uh, will emerge as a true starter? Uh, because none of them were really. I think if you probably ask a lot of NFL executives, all of them probably would have benefited from another year in college. But you know, you can't when you're pick number twelve, like Watson was, or and the Texans move up to get you. I mean, obviously, there's a there's a real, it, to Jesse's point, there's a real that apparently was a the depth of that draft was deemed that uh, you you move up and you take that guy. Um, you know, all of this uh, being a Notre Dame fan, you don't you know y'all run off every quarterback you've ever had there. It seems like you got Kaiser went. Uh, I, well, as long I'm as saying, Kelly's there, it's not going to be any different. Yeah, see, I like this with Mark because he's a uh, he's a long suffering Notre Dame fan. And I will say he's consistent. Um, I never understood, though, uh, Mark, explain to our, our audience why 
Growing up in Cincinnati, you were not Ohio State or Bearcat fan. Well, Always. my dad's from Evansville, in okay. Indiana. Okay. And uh, he went to a Catholic school, his whole, Catholic schools his whole life. Okay. And, of course, he went post-World War II. Uh, Dad graduated from high school in 1950. And, of course, those were the heydays of I Notre gotcha. Dame right. uh, uh, during the war and after World War II. So uh, his school, being in a Catholic school in Indiana, that's just who you followed in those days. Because, again, pre-television, you only had radio. And that's just their fight song was the Notre Dame fight song at his high school, Memorial High School in Evansville, which has uh, been is a pretty good size high school up there. And so it's one of those deals. It's just a family thing. You know, I grew up watching dad was a Notre Dame fan. So that's all I ever did was watch Notre Dame games growing up. So once again, so proved, I'm a Notre Dame fan because of that. Once again, proving the long tentacles of the Catholic Church well, <laughs> runs long and deep. Yeah. And everywhere, so absolutely. Let's go ahead and take another break here on The Edge. Keep those texts and phone calls coming on the Ouachita Valley Credit Union Hotline, 888-993-7762. That's brought to you by Spa Nouvelle. They'll spoil your loved ones and you. So go see Spa Nouvelle as quickly as you can. We'll be back after this. Johnny's Pizza House is counting calories this summer with our all-new Less Calories, Less Carbs, and Totally Crustless 8-Inch Pizza Bowl. That's right, a healthier option to that delicious Johnny's Pizza you can't live without. For a limited time, get an 8-Inch Pizza Bowl from our specialty menu and a large 14-Inch specialty pizza of your choice, both for just $19.99. Watch your weight and still enjoy the same great taste all summer long with the all-new Johnny's Pizza Bowl, only at Johnny's Pizza House. Let's share a slice. To win in sports, you must focus on your strategy as the game changes. The same is true of investments. I'm Eric McCullough, your Edward Jones Financial Advisor, and I can help. Call 318-254-0032 or stop by my office at 734 Celebrity Drive today. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC. Hi, I'm Greg Tilly. Incredibly low pricing is going on right now in Bossier City. Listen up. A four-bedroom, two-bath, new double-wide for only $49,995. Wow. See it online at Tilly'sHomes.com. Did you know that leg pain in your leg could be a symptom of peripheral vascular disease or PAD? Don't ignore your leg pain any longer. Get to the heart of the matter and call a heart, lung, and vascular clinic location today to schedule an appointment, 329-1900. Dr. Blaine M. Borders has clinics in West Monroe, Monroe, and Winsboro with outpatient vascular procedures for your care and convenience. Are you feeling more tired than normal, shortness of breath, or leg pain? Remember the heart, lung, and vascular clinic and Dr. Blaine M. Borders. Call 329-1900. Special Olympics of Northeast Louisiana provides athletic competition and year-round sport training for children and adults with intellectual disabilities. It gives them the opportunity to develop fitness, demonstrate courage, and experience the joy of competing. For more information, go to www.laso.org or call 1-800-345-6644. Living on the Edge makes weekdays more fun, especially when you're doing it with Terry Waldrop. Welcome back to the Edge on ESPN 97.7. Welcome back. Mark Kramer, Jamie Foxx filling in for Terry today. I am. Well, Jamie's not. He's here all the time. Maybe we should, uh, maybe we should make this a permanent arrangement. What do you think? <laughs> Without telling him. Huh? Well, he's probably listening he's, as he's driving. Oh, he's recording all he's of dri- this. Yeah, yeah, he's recording all of it for later use and later blackmail, I'm <laughs> of sure. Of course he will, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't turn Walter loose. I mean, I don't know. He's, uh, soon oh he will gosh. be. Uh, we have a text that you share with the uh, audience or that we can share over there? I can't share it, no, but it's it's from Mr. Walter. Oh, I'm sure, yes. So I can't, uh, I would not share that. <laughs> this is, now, think about this. 
in, in just a matter of months, this man will be in, in, in impressionable young minds will be subjected to this uh, at a, on a daily basis at St. Frederick High School. I don't know what, speaking of the Catholic Church, I don't know what the heck they were thinking, but apparently, I don't think, I think they I think they went around the Pope on this one. I really do. I yeah. don't think the Vatican had anything to say about this hire. I really don't. But anyway, he will be, uh, once they do find out, they'll be, what, what were you thinking? You know, Good, but man. anyway, it's going to be, uh, we, we're going to call St. Frederick the prime prep of, of North Louisiana. Especially yes. in men's and boys basketball. But all kidding aside, he's, uh, he's a whale of a coach. Yes. A whale of a basketball coach, and those young men are going to be, uh, going to be better off for it. Um, going back to the Washita Valley Credit Union text line, uh, Daniel in West Monroe says mock drafts keep me in tune with the league, showing me each team's weaknesses and allows me to learn a little bit about each team that I didn't know beforehand. Um, those are all good points. I'd say I seem to be in the minority, uh, which is fine. Uh, I just get tired of the same old stuff. Oh, I mean, it's okay, and all of these are valid because, you know, I'm like everybody else. I play fantasy football, and it helps if you know a little bit about some of the rookies coming in uh, when you go to your draft the next uh, August. It does help you if you're informed about some of the higher Speaking draft Speaking of mock and, drafts. Okay. Talking about fantasy. Uh, <laughs> That now, voice, that voice you hear from the great beyond, is that of John Tabor. It's not a fantasy. That voice you're hearing, no, it's not. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what? How many teams does John have? John, how many teams do you have? Fantasy. Uh, fantasy, usually three or four. Now, isn't the fantasy football books already out? A couple of them are. You're starting to get your your regular daily and weekly podcast or, or firing back up from various platforms. Um, the the mock draft websites or they're, they're blowing and going right now with people you know just testing the water seeing where kind of like jesse said evaluating talent and seeing where it fits in you know as far as draft position and and that sort of thing well john let's just use you as an example because i know you actually play in more leagues than i do and yours are cutthroat money leagues so it's even more (laughs) even more important since i do your fantasy league trophy at my business Thank um, you for reminding me so, of that, by the way. I need to get that to Oh, you. that's okay. <laughs> uh, so do you use the the, the the drafts and the mock draft information from the spring before when you not, are thinking not about really. drafting rookies? Not <sighs> rookies it's kind of a it's kind of hit and miss. Like take Leonard Fournette, for example. You know, he's a guy that, that you know coming in is gonna get a lot of touches. He's immediately gonna be the focal point of that offense. So he's going second, third round in most of the of the fantasy drafts I run because people kind of already got a feeling of his workload. But you look at some like the receivers or or maybe tight ends, you know they're talented players, but you you're not really sure. You know, say John Ross up at Cincinnati, you know, ultra talented middle first round picking in the NFL draft. How's he going to parlay into their offense this year? So I've been seeing him go kind of in the in that. 10 to 12 round because people are kind of waiting to see you know if he's going to fit right in and start from day one or if they gradually integrate him so you know it's it's kind of a hit and miss with the rookies what's your feeling on the mock draft i I love them for fantasy because i kind of can take try different um techniques you know do i go running back heavy early on or do i try going wide receiver heavy do i want to take a an elite quarterback like rogers or breeze early on do i want to wait and maybe to the middle of the pack and get somebody like Derek carr or big ben or or wait even further and take a chance on somebody like a dak prescott or matt stafford that's fallen a little out of favor as far as the fantasy elite quarterbacks but still are productive and you can you know you try different techniques and and, and see what your team looks out you know looks like at the end of your drafts for you so you kind of gauge on who's going where you know what mix and match do i want to you know different techniques do i want to try to build my team with well that's good stuff right there there's a lot of thought if if you have your way too much thought (laughs) if you have your fantasy drafts strategy uh in mind just uh Call the uh, radio station, call ESPN 97.7, ask for John Tabor, mm-hmm. and I'm sure he'll send you a bill. 
after he should uh, after, after his, all that after his My advice gosh, he should he should send you now I figured out why you're not a big fantasy guy and why you're not a big man you're a Packers fan the Packers don't you're usually asleep by the time the Packers draft right I very seldom <clears throat> very seldom because uh, you know a lot of people will draft in fantasy and uh, John I know uh, you'll probably agree with this a lot of guys will draft loyalty to the team that they've got. You know, I mean, yeah. a lot of t- a lot of times people will, and their team ends up not being too great. Uh, I'm not that way. Uh, very seldom have I ever had a Packer on my team. About the only guy that I would really consider drafting, because sometimes Aaron Rodgers, as great as he is, does not rack up big yardage. And so there's other guys that may not be on good teams, but as far as fantasy is concerned, they rack up more points because their team is so bad that they throw the ball a lot. And those guys will rack up 350, you know, average 350 a game, where if the Packers win a game 24 to 21, Aaron Rodgers may only throw for 180 or 200 yards. And so I don't always – the only guy that – that I would automatically try to go for with the Packers is Jordy Nelson. Well, you got to worry about the Packers because their number one running back didn't he used to be a wide receiver, Ty Montgomery. I mean, that's how that's where your Packers are right now. They well, need to, and the other yeah. one was a quarterback. Yeah, and you traded uh, traded traded Lacey, or no, let him go in free agency. Yeah. So anyway, I'm giving Mark a hard time here, but as you can see, if you are heavily involved and you you like to throw down a few Franklins. Uh, John Tabor's your man, and he can give you the background on this stuff. And Jesse, I would also consult with Jesse. Uh, I mean, granted his allegiance is to the Falcons, but he obviously is doing his homework. That's what we love about our, our audience. This is a very intelligent audience, unlike the, the people who are speaking to them right now. These are very intelligent people that um, that do their homework. So what we love about it. 993-7762. Keep those texts and calls coming here on the Washita Valley Credit Union hotline. And also, don't forget, you can call, and, and uh, before you get on the air with us, you can pick John Tabor's brain about fantasy strategy and probably get a better team uh, with, with that. John, what I just was talking about with uh, loyalty to a certain team and drafting well, quote, you got to throw that teams, out the window, man. Yeah, there you go. Uh-huh. But well, haven't you seen people do that? I'll, I'll put it this way. If, if I'm needing a wide receiver and Julio Jones is there, I'm taking him. I don't care if he plays That's for right. Atlanta or not. It's all about the cash. I'm trying to win. <laughs> he's got a slush fund going over there. Oh, he does. He's, he's good. Well, see, I, I do the same thing. and I mean, uh, I do baseball and football. Yeah. And I do the same thing in baseball. Uh, oh, perfect example, Mark. Yadier Molina is my starting catcher on my fantasy baseball team. Right. And Cardinal. You, right, yeah, of course. You would Last never, week. Yeah, and you would never do that otherwise. I don't have any Cardinals. I kind of – I do have a Cub. I do have Chris Bryant. But uh, I have to draw the line with Cardinals. Well, I, you need – when you get on a, um, a, a, a travel date and you need a catcher – and he's available. You stick oh, him you in. You better believe it. You better believe it. Exactly. Yeah. If it's on the getaway day game, where not everybody's playing, and he's playing that. That day, or Schwarber's hitting one seventy. That doesn't help either. Yeah, I had him too. I had to get rid of him. What happened to Schwarber? He fell off the. He's. he's they sent him back to the minors. They, they brought him back though, didn't they? Yeah, they, they brought him back, back but. But I, that I think was a humbling kinda, experience, I'm sure. He hit like three fifty in his couple weeks at Triple A, but. Yeah, I think it's just to get his swing right and maybe just let him clear his head. He'll be okay. All right. Now, this begs the question now. Here we are. The, the tread de- deadline is rapidly approaching. Yes. Yep. Does Kyle Swarber get traded from the Cubs? No. If the Cubs – no, they don't? No. What about – Especially Bri- since Chris Bryant hurt his thumb yesterday uh, and they said uh, could be out a month. Uh, day, he's day-to-day. Is he day-to-day? No, 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 no the original damage. report – the original report said that he could be out yeah, of month. He, he got an X-ray, no ligament damage, day to day. If Schwarber was going to be but aren't dealt, we all? yeah, no kidding. <laughs> if Schwarber was going to be dealt, they would have dealt them in the Quintana trade instead of the other. I can't remember his name, but big big name prospect that was given up, and basically the decision was we're going to stick with Schwarber. 
as an everyday, whether outfielder, catcher, or a DH in a in an interleague game. And basically, they're saddling up to him for the long haul. So they gave away the other piece to bring over Quintana. So interesting. Yep. See, that's those are tidbits of information you're not going to get everywhere. And uh, <laughs> but I'm telling you, John, that. The depth, you think about what he just, I mean, you really think about that? I mean, all kidding aside, yeah. he said, that he gave, I like that he gave up that piece in order to keep Swarber, and, you know, the Cubs are all in on that. Um, a lot of moving, in all honesty, there's a lot more moving pieces in baseball, in trades and stuff, yes. because there's so many more players. Right. Uh, wow. When you're talking about uh, the guy, the team's rosters, uh, you know, even though the NFL has twice the roster on the on the NFL level, not mm-hmm. the practice squad, but the NFL level that baseball does, because baseball has a 25 man you know roster for the team each day as they're playing, but you've got to count a roster, uh, a team roster of 25 guys mm-hmm. for every minor league team, and I think maybe they're even allowed 30 for every minor league affiliate in their organization. So you're talking about each organization counting their rookie teams probably have 150 people. And yeah. you multiply that times all the teams in the in Major League Baseball, that's a lot of people to be filtering through to figure out who can play, who can't play, who you want to trade for, who you're going to keep for the long haul, who as John just said, who you're going to trust. To, to you know, are you going to give up this guy to somebody, and you're going to put all your chips in with this guy for the next five years? That's a big gamble, uh, not only talent-wise but money-wise. Uh, that's a big gamble. So, a lot of uh, moving pieces for Major League Baseball's front office folks to try and decide what they're going to do, especially this time of the year. That music means we need to take our last break. And Jamie and I will be back to wrap the edge up here on this Thursday right after this. The summer clearance event is going on now at Brennan Dodge in Ruston. We've got huge incentives to sell down our stock before the new models get here. 17 Jeep Cherokee has 4000 in rebates, and you can get one for only $21.9. 17 Jeep Grand Cherokee Limited has $3,750 in rebates. 17 Jeep Renegade has $3,500 in rebates. Get a 17 Cherokee Trailhawk for only $32,900. And the all-new Compass is in stock. So don't miss these savings during the summer clearance event at Brennan Dodge in Ruston. I want to tell you about my friends at North Monroe Animal Hospital. Specializing in all medical and surgical care for small animals and even providing a boarding service. My friend, Dr. David Weber, and his staff are always my choice for my animals and should be yours as well. Located conveniently at 4300 Sterlington Road, which is 165 North, you can reach out to them at 345-4545. That's 345-4545. Tell them you heard it here on ESPN 97.7, North Monroe Animal Clinic, the official animal care provider of Terry Waldrop and The Edge. It was a tough time. I didn't know what to do. You gave me hope. You fought for me. You treated me like family. Now we say thanks. It's good to know we can count on Bobby. I'm attorney Bobby Manning. If you've been involved in an accident, don't delay. Call me today. Attorney Bobby Manning, office in Monroe. Call 324-1411. A home is your comfort, your shelter, It's a place where you grow and become. I always wanted that for us. A backyard to play in. A front porch to call ours. A home we could be proud of. Because of Washita Valley Federal Credit Union, we were able to have it. Washita Valley Federal Credit Union, making good things happen. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. Welcome back to the final segment here of The Edge. Mark Kramer and Jamie Foxx with you here on this Thursday. Hope you've enjoyed the show so far. 
And, uh, again, hit us up on the Washita Valley Credit Union hotline or text line, 888-993-7762, brought to you by Dr. David Weber at West Monroe, uh, Monroe and North Monroe Animal Hospital and Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law, and Pie Works Pizza by Design. And I uh, want to finish the show up. We've been talking baseball, but we want to go to to college football as we finish things up and uh, get your get your thoughts and opinions on this. I think it was a great move. Uh, somebody that is in a position of authority in college football in Louisiana, of course, probably the biggest in uh, Coach at Orgeron. But he comes out with all the controversy, especially around Harbaugh, uh, Jim Harbaugh up at Michigan, with the satellite camps. Coach Orgeron comes out and publicly thanks all of the high school coaches in Louisiana for not ponying up or sending kids to satellite camps uh, as they try, as the state of Louisiana's other colleges also try to keep Jim Harbaugh and Michigan and some other schools out of the state to do satellite camps within the state of Louisiana. And it's just like anything else, you know, um, a lot of times people that want attention, they only keep acting poorly as long as somebody shows them that attention. If they don't get any attention, then they kind of back off the behavior. Well, this is kind of the same thing. You know, when people, when states and High school coaches quit sending kids to these things, and the colleges in a certain state kind of get together and say, okay, yeah, listen, we're not going to partner with Michigan or whatever school. We're not going to partner with them for one of these camps. Uh, and as long as, so as long as that happens, then if they're not getting any results from it, they'll back off of it. But I completely applaud Coach Orgeron for coming out and thanking the high school coaches in the state for backing off of, you know, sending kids to some of these satellite camps that other colleges, not even close to our area, are trying to bring into the state of Louisiana. Yeah, this is something that Terry and I uh, imagine uh, we don't necessarily see eye to eye on. And I understand Terry's point as well and and, and others. I mean, you're not going to keep a kid who really wants to go out of state from leaving, <clears throat> but you don't want to do anything to accommodate that. And, of course, we, you know, this puts me at, at odds again with uh, – members of uh, Texas, Alabama, Ohio State, Michigan fan bases. But that's okay because I've always believed in this. And uh, real briefly here to to uh, Mark's point, he thanked the Louisiana high school coaches for helping keep other colleges out of the state. Now listen to this, and it'll make you understand. Those of you who are tired of getting beat by Louisiana kids at other schools, listen to this. We want to thank you for keeping the satellite camps in the state of Louisiana. This is Coach Orgeron. I mean that. I appreciate that. Orgeron said at a clinic per the Baton Rouge Advocate, I know a lot of you guys were approached by other teams, a lot of our competitors, and you didn't let them in. I appreciate that. It means a lot to us. Keep our players in the state of Louisiana. And he added a caveat, I thought it was nice for us to be all on the same page, all of us serving the same purpose in protecting Louisiana. You know what? Hard to find argument with that. And good for him. Uh, that's why he's so beloved. I mean, we're tired of it. Tired of it. You look at it, and, and I don't. I mean, it's not going to keep a kid that really wants to. And yet that's not really the purpose. But you don't roll out the red carpet for Jim Harbaugh. You don't do that in Alabama. You don't do that in Texas. You can, but and this has forced somewhat I would call a shotgun marriage between Tulane and LSU, because Orgeron contacted Fritz or vice versa. Because Fritz was going to have a satellite camp on the Tulane campus. Yeah, I think he was going to have a Michigan one, wasn't was he? Was Michigan. And Orgeron goes, wait a minute, let's let's work together on this. So maybe he's a little, you know, he was a little late to the party on this, but there's no question that if you want to have, you know, you ha we're not, this is not, you're not talking about a state with 60 million people. You're talking about a state with barely 4 million. So. But yet we put. You can't lose the talent. But yet we put so many kids in division one college football from a state as as small populated as we are which says a lot for the football talent in louisiana yeah i would say per capita louisiana ranks one or two or three uh per capita the number of overall but i mean you're talking even uh you know you want to use comparatively south carolina i mean the, the population basically isn't even close 
And so you can't afford to lose your best and your brightest, whether that be in athletics or medicine or whatever. You, you really, it's a brain drain as well as everything else. In order to turn things around, you got to keep your best here. That doesn't necessarily mean you're going. That's going to be all the case. You're still going to see a lot of kids sign with out-of-state schools, but you don't want to make it easy. And let's backtrack a little bit back to the TOPS program. Mm -hmm. And even though, obviously, the TOPS program is geared towards the academic part of it, Mm -hmm. uh, having talked for years to uh, my son graduated from high school here in the state, the year, his junior year was when TOPS came into existence, Mm -hmm. his junior year, I believe. So he was a, a beneficiary of it when he graduated very, very early on in the TOPS program. But my point of talking, of going back to the TOPS program is that program was designed to keep the best and brightest, you use that phrase, that was a good phrase to use, the best and brightest in the state because so many of the best students in Louisiana academically were going to schools out of the state because there was nothing attractive to keep them in the state. And so the TOPS program was an incentive and an enticement to be able to keep kids in the state academically. Well, let's transfer that now over to to athletics. You can talk to any college coach on any college campus in the state of Louisiana, whether it's uh, you know the Division II schools uh, like McNeese and, mm-hmm. and those schools or the Division I schools like Tech, ULM, or LSU. And they will say the same thing. Hey, if a kid has already qualified for tops, it makes him much more attractive to us in the long run. Because if he's already got – because they don't have to spend, quote, a full scholarship. Of course, football and basketball, you might get a full one. But baseball, we've talked about that before. But still, even in baseball, a percentage, if a coach, if a baseball coach doesn't have to use – tuition money on you and you already have free tuition then they can maybe only spend 20 percent on you and they can take that other 20 percent and spend it on another guy that's a good player and add it to his which is more of an enticement to bring even a better quality player uh, to your program that you might not necessarily get but it still makes it so much easier for the uh, the coaches to be able to bring in kids that are already qualified for tops. Well, not only that, but you, you know, you saw a lot of uh, competitors uh, in the SEC, like Georgia and whatever, get a little upset about it because they thought that Louisiana had a, comp- and, maybe, and I think they did. I mean, if you can do that, when you've only got 11.9 scholarships in baseball, to your point, what are you going to do? I mean, you know, you you got to try to bring in kids with the scholarship money you have available. Tops made it uh gave them you know more money to work with which is what you're what you have to have and as a result look at the success look at the success of schools in louisiana i mean per population you've got southeastern that is very good tech which is very good mcneese and lsu and tulane in baseball in baseball and ull and ull that's i mean there's no question that maybe you can make the argument that baseball is the strongest sport for those of you that haven't heard that in a while that is university of louisiana at lafayette U-L-L. Yes. Living. Not U-L. It's U-L-L. Just wanted to clarify that. I always wanted to throw that in whenever possible. Sherman, as we get ready to close the show, Sherman, thanks for texting in on the Washita Valley Credit Union hotline as an example of what we're talking about. And, again, thanks to Coach Orgeron for thanking those, those high school coaches. Sherman says, Tops kept me in the state. Uh, He's a 99 graduate. That's when my son graduated Mm -hmm. in 1999. Uh, He's a 99 graduate, was going to go to a Mississippi junior college Mm -hmm. and decided to keep to stay in the state instead of going to a Mississippi uh, junior college. And real quick, uh, which one of y'all is the Cowboys fan? That would be... You're not Terry, a Cowboys fan. Terry Walter. Terry is. Neither one of us are. Well, we are. You know, we, we don't. I was a Cowboys fan kind of growing up before the Saints came into existence. But then. But Sherman, thanks a lot yeah. uh, for uh, that example. That's a good example. It was. Of what we were talking about. Kept him in the state instead of going to a Mississippi junior college. Always an honor to do the edge. 
here on ESPN 97.7. Uh, Terry will have another merry band of men subbing for him, I think, tomorrow. Uh, and then I'll be gone through next Wednesday. You're leaving tomorrow for the leaving uh, tomorrow for, for Northern Kentucky for <laughs> Northern Kentucky. That's yes. right. Yeah. So uh, thanks again for joining us here on the Edge again today. Thank Jamie Fox for his uh, insight and the free information and advice on fantasy from the one and only John Tabor. He should charge for that. Produce, really yeah, that's he right. Producing that. the show. Uh, back in the ESPN studios. So thanks again. Everybody have a great day. Don't forget, don't live life safe. Live it on the edge. Thanks for listening to The Edge with Terry Waldrop. No matter what the topic, Terry will take it all. He's not scared, and you better not be either. We want to see you right back here every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. on ESPN 977 and ESPN977.com. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus